Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Cambro here with episode 241 of the Tudor Podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about setting your fee levels and pricing yourself. A few things to think about and why pricing matters, but maybe not in the way you think. Okay, so when we get into tutoring, what most of us do is look at what everyone else is charging and we settle in the middle or the lower end of the going rate. And that'll work to a point, but there are issues. So what I'd like to do with you now is just walk through a few bits and pieces that I wish I'd known on day one, because in the first few years of teaching, I would have made a lot more money. That would have been nice. So the right price for you. In short, as much as you can possibly get paid for doing what you do. It's not greedy, it's just sensible. If you're charging, I don't know, £20 an hour, say, and people would gladly pay 30 for what you do, doesn't it make sense to give them the opportunity to give you that higher rate? Because, let's face it, if you're good and you're behaving with integrity and you're delivering massive value, usually you're going to deliver more value than you're charging for. And this is all completely voluntary. It's volitional. You're not ripping anybody off or forcing them to do anything they don't want to do. You're simply saying, I'm worth this. What do you think? If they say, yeah, you are, have some money. That's fair exchange. It's not a rip-off. It's not immoral to charge the most you possibly can for what you do. So please, if you've got price or hourly rate guilt or fee guilt or whatever you want to call it, get over yourself. You're delivering what the customer wants at a price they're happy to pay with. Just good old fair exchange. No force, no coercion. Everything is as it should be. In my experience, guilt is just a carryover from old beliefs about money, about what you're worth, and the value of your skills and knowledge. So it won't serve you. Go forward with a more positive belief that you're worth it. Charge that higher price. Automatically, your high fee rates will convince your prospective customers that you're delivering higher value. That's altering their perception for the better. And as far as they're concerned, perception is reality, isn't it? Personally, I love the story of a plumber who showed up 
to fix a job at a house. He fired up the heating system, had a quick listen, and then smacked a pipe with a hammer. He charged a thousand pounds for the five minute fix. And when the customer asked for an itemized breakdown of the fee, the invoice was sent out to the customer with line items. One pound for hitting pipe with hammer. £999 for knowing where to hit the pipe with a hammer. That's value. And I think that's a great story. It's not the time you're using it. It's the experience, the knowledge, the understandings, the, the other things that you bring. Knowledge, you can get knowledge anywhere. You've only got to open up your phone or your computer. You have access to the biggest pool of knowledge ever assembled in human history. The problem is it's just knowledge. It's undifferentiated. It may not be transmitted in a sequential way or differentiated. How do you know the good stuff from the bad stuff? A big part of your fee will be due to trust, the trust the customer has in you to deliver what is required in a way that's understood and be completely reliable. Because if you don't know something, how do you know what the good stuff is? And this all matters because in the mind of the customer, you have to be positioned as an expert, a very valuable expert, an oracle, a sage, if you like, a guru. You've got to be worth a good fee. If you're charging peanuts, they're going to assume you're a monkey and your customers will generally become monkeys. Because people who understand that high value services and products command a high price won't look at you if your fees are too low. And I didn't realise that on day one. I reduced that down to cheap repels, expensive allures. Are you a Timex or a Casio or a Rolex if you're a wristwatch? If you were looking for medical services, if you go to a heart surgeon and says, yeah, I'll fix that for a tenner. Do you want to go to him or do you want to go to the guy who's going to charge you 50 grand to sort your heart problem out? Instantly, the 10 pound guy has zero credibility. And it's got to be worth it. If your customer demographic is affluent, you should charge what they expect and you will become just like them. I don't want to be cheap. I think that although I charge a fairly premium rate, I'm cheap for what I deliver. I over deliver that value. If I pitch in at the bargain basement end of the fee structures, then I'm going to recruit people who are driven by price.
So these are people who probably don't have particularly good financial resources and are much more likely to mismanage their finances. That means they're going to be dropping out of lessons, cancelling at short notice. You may struggle to get paid. It's just a ball ache. So I suggest you don't go into the bottom end of the market. You're making problems for yourself. And the other reason you don't want to go in at the middle or the lower end of the going rate in the market is this automatically presupposes you're just like everybody else. But you're not, are you? You're you. There shouldn't be any real competition for you and your unique insights. You, your unique take on everything. That's your USP, your unique selling proposition. And that makes you different to everyone else, doesn't it? Unless you're a cookie cutter person working from the same syllabus, using exactly the same techniques that were used when you learned. I don't think that's necessarily where we want to go as tutors. So don't be a commodity. If all that really differentiates you from other people in your field is that you've got a lower price, then you're in a race to the bottom and you ain't going to make any money. You'll also have your fees dictated by the customer. These people will pay as little as they possibly can. I always told a friend of mine that price-driven customers are cheapskates and they'll keep you poor. Keep away from them. Set a barrier price to entry into your universe and stick to it. It will keep the peasants out. Yes, and if that sounds elitist, tough. Ask yourself if a, you know, a lovely client would really choose to work with someone who's less skilled than you if it saved them a few quid. If, if they would, then they're probably not the best match for you. So set your prices at the high end of things. Be bold. Believe in yourself. And discounting, I've been asked this question a few times by people who've got in touch. I think some people do it, block bookings and things, but to me it's not good business. If I allow someone a discount on a block booking, it's going to be a little more difficult to revert to my normal fee rate at the end of the block of the bookings. So I'm I'm lowering my fee rate to make them a bit happier. I'm not really worried about having a little bit of resistance to me charging full rate if I'm taking a block booking. Might do as a loss leader, but really it's not a good long-term strategy. And to me, a better loss leader is just to give them an initial free consultation. I think if you're discounting, it, it tends to deposition you. And they might go, oh, I'm a bit skint. Can I get a discount? You might end up renegotiating on an ongoing basis. And any discount you allow will 
necessarily affect the lifetime value of the client. It might be, you know, you charge, you discount a few percent. Because over the length of time that you're working with the client, which could be years in some cases. I have students who really know everything I know. They can do everything I can do, but they still want to keep coming because it's their special time. It's the high point of the week. I, mean, I get told that on a regular basis, that they get to come and play guitar and learn and experiment and ask questions and drink nice coffee whilst just having a good time. And they don't mind paying for that. They don't need me, but they want me and they're happy to pay for that time. I think this is what happens if you're truly outstanding at what you do. Having delivered all my technical stuff, they still want to come and spend time with me. So get to that point with your customers, with your students, your clients. Don't even think about discounting, really, guys. Maybe, maybe. But you might want to consider instead giving away something of low cost to you. But, you know, a high perceived value to the client instead. Maybe download of a digital product or a period of free access to your online material if you have any. Maybe you'll, um, you know, if you're a guitar teacher like me, you'll do that initial free consultation. It's a one-off cost. It's gone. They get to see how fabulous you are. And then probably they'll be with you for a very long time at full rate. And that initial free session has more than paid for itself. So there you go, guys. A few things to consider when setting your fees and consequently setting your own income levels. Maybe you'll decide to raise your prices and charge more. Maybe you'll choose to lower your prices. I'd love to hear from you either way. Let me know if any of this resonates with you. Drop me an email. It's info at neilcamado.com. Or, of course, you can find me on Twitter where I am at Tudor Podcast. As always, let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you because I'm here to learn as well as to share what I've learned so far. I really appreciate if you like and subscribe to the Tudor Podcast, maybe even leave a review and join me next week when I'll be back with more ideas and tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business just like I do. I hope this podcast has got you thinking has been some help. Stay useful. And until next time, have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.